I'm Lauren. No, that's not how we start. What the hell? I'm Karen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm Lauren. This is Downstage Left at Theater Podcast, where we talk a lot, laugh a little. <laughs> no, we we talk a little, laugh a lot, and know nothing. Oh, oh no. God. Oh, you didn't do your rehearsal. <laughs> it's because we were, listen... Uh, I got here today, and we had so many things to talk about that we just spent 20 minutes just, like, chewing fat. And it was like... <laughs> and then I really had a stroke and couldn't remember what was happening. I'm so happy about this. Oh, man. That's a, oh, Karen. That's a rough one. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. Buddy, I have something I need to discuss with you before we start today. Okay. Sure. Why not? Now okay. we're going, so... Here's the thing. I just need... I have one question for you. Okay. Are right. you Okay. Because I don't know. <laughs> Here's why. Based Here's on why that opening, no, I'm not okay. I need help. <laughs> Here's I have a. I think I have a reason why you're not okay. There is a house that is close to your home that is definitely haunted. Oh, possibly. Sure. Um, <laughs> Here's how I know. I don't know for sure, but it's like over on that one of those dirt roads over there. Okay. And uh, it's very old. Obviously, very old. It's like Victorian style. Three stories. Oh, I, think and I know what you know which one I'm talking about. about. And it's got so. that creepy thing, like the like yeah, attic, like little, weird little tiny like, like bell. Yeah, whatever I was going to call it a bell tower too. Yeah, uh, terrifying, right? Yeah. And they listen, listeners. They have done a really nice job of making this house look updated. It's like new siding, fresh paint, all that stuff. But you can't fool me, people. I know your house is haunted. Sure, I just know it. I don't My think that's what's it. happening to me. I think I just literally, <laughs> it's so much pressure to think about how we start this and. <laughs> Uh, we here's what I'm gonna say too. In a way where we are also recording like closer together than we normally do, yes. mostly my fault, all my fault. And well, um, no, I, I had to reschedule. But <laughs> um, and I think my brain can only like remembers it and then lets it go for the like four weeks that we normally don't see each other and then like brings it back. Yeah. And now because we're like closer to, I don't. There's no reason. I'm just a dummy. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, Lauren, what are we doing today? Today, okay. So I, one of my favorite things to do on this podcast is to talk about flops because I love a Broadway flop and I like to think about like what are some of the reasons why this show could have flopped. Sure. There's a great book. I uh, maybe in my living room. I don't know where it is, but it is literally just. Uh, a series it, it is just a book about flops and it's wow. always, it's an interesting read i would i will i will look it up and i'll throw it up on our socials but it's um interesting because it talks about like there's sometimes no rhyme or reason where it's like uh it has a star in it that like is a very well-known broadway person and it's uh produced by very known well-known broadway people and for some reason it just did not go and it's it's very interesting uh, to look at. So I, I appreciate this line of, uh, this line you're going down as well. Yeah, I like it. So today we're going to talk about a show that I have actually never seen, but I have read a little bit about it and I listened to some of the music and I think it's like interesting. And... I think the music, here's the thing. I'll go ahead and say which one uh, you're it's doing. The Pirate Queen. Sure. I have also never seen this because, well, like it is a flop. So it like, yeah, hasn't no been around a lot. You want to do the show. But I have also listened to the music and I think the music's good. I like it. I have some thoughts. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> um, but it's one of those ones that, um, man, it really tried. Yeah, it, I mean, and here's the thing is like some <laughs> of the all. cast like was pretty damn strong. So I'm sure. a little surprised that some of the things didn't go well. Like Stephanie J. Block as the title character was... Yep. 
amazing. Um, you know, so I don't know. Hadley Frazier, <laughs> who he was also in it. Um, yeah. Less known potentially over here, but very well known West End. Yeah. So yeah, his name is not as familiar to me yep. as Stephanie J. He, Bob, um, Hadley Frazier played uh, Raul in the 25th anniversary, I believe, for uh-huh. Phantom. Um, and then maybe for Love Never Dies. Did that you might my be. shoulder just pop? I did. Are you okay? Scary. Yeah, uh, I think he, it's the ghost down the street. Sure, he definitely played it. Um, he was definitely in the Royal Albert Hall version of uh, Phantom, and then he was in Les Mis for a long time too, I believe. Anyway, so he's like I said, more West End than uh, over here. Cool man. So anyway, uh, so we're gonna talk about the Pirate Queen and the plot of the Pirate Queen. It opened. When did it open? Um, June two thousand seven on yep. Broadway, and closed after like eighty five performances so some audiences did not like it i don't know um so here we go it's based on a book right it's based on this book called uh how do you say that name grania grania sure the king of the irish seas i'm sure it's some sort of gaelic that we like don't know Uh, and irish gaelic is even well and some of the the names in this story are also like Irish, yeah, and I don't know how to pronounce them, so I'm gonna try my best. I'm sure. so sorry, Irish friends. Uh, I have a coworker that is like so so Irish, and she will know how to say all of these, and I don't. So, Siobhan, I'm very sorry. Um, so here we go. Grace O'Malley, the 18 year old daughter of this is already a name that I don't know how to say. Sure. Also, Dupara? we've already sure, and we've already moved away in which I believe like the actual name is like <laughs> yeah. a very is like very uh is pretty Gaelic, and um we've already are like, with Grace O'Malley. Grace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's easier to say, probably um, easier to write songs for. No, and here's the thing: um, Irish and Scottish Gaelic is really hard because your brain looks at it and you're like, okay, and then it's completely different. So, yeah. um. I'm trying to think of a, like, Siobhan actually is a good one where yeah. it looks like Shaboyan. So by high or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Siobhan, Siobhan, I got it. There's a um, name there. Yep. Yep. Uh, Neve is another one. This is not. Neve. That's more Shirsa, Welsh, I think, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. That, more English, but uh, also Irish. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, language is weird, guys. All right. Um, so anyway, the the eight, Grace O'Malley is the 18-year-old daughter of I'm going to say Devara, but I don't sure, really know. And it's the fine. chieftain of the O'Malley clan. Um, and her childhood sweetheart, Tiernan, sneak aboard a newly christened ship called the Pirate Queen. And I'm going to be honest, when I read the first part of this, I was like, oh, the Pirate Queen's a boat? Great. Um, sure. Well, <laughs> fine. I think it, um, pro- I believe if memory serves, it takes like the form of many things. Sure. It's, okay. That's fine. It's like Gustav Gustav. <laughs> Oh, we're back already. So, and then I, I listen to the prologue, and that's what the first song is. And it's like, it to me is just lame is, but Irish. Like, but make it Irish. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Because it's the same composer. It's, yep. it's the uh, it's lame is composer. Anyway. Um, Grace tells her father that she wants to be a sailor, but he tells her it is impossible and considered unlucky to have a woman aboard the ship. Grace expresses her frustration to Tiernan in a song called Woman. So, Bro, listen. Oh, you go ahead. Well, I just was going to say, I feel like in recent years, there's been more, like, ship-type things. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, like, in media, we're, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, there's a great show on HBO called Our Flag Means Death. It's very, very funny if you like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, like, known. It's a pretty known thing for sailors that having a woman aboard is considered bad luck. Um, and then I don't, for people, I don't know why I know all this, but I don't know. I read a lot, but, um, there, the sailors in particular, 
uh, are very, like, especially around this time, very, very superstitious. Oh. So there's a lot of different things that you cannot have that they believe will bring you luck and bad luck and things you do and don't do um, in order to have, like, a successful sale. Oh. Okay. Or voyage. Um, I have a thought about this song called Woman. Sure. And it's an 11 o'clock number and then second in the show. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And I listen to it. Like, Stephanie J. Block does the original recording. She's amazing. But this song is unsingable. It's oh. screechy. It's belty. It's, like, from from Jump, it's, like, ha! Ah! Like, I don't know, man. Sure. And it's, a, it's an 11 o'clock number, like, 10 minutes into the show. Sure. And I don't get that at all. So, uh, I don't know. That was, like, one of my critiques was, like, what are we doing, man? We've taken I Dreamed a Dream and, like, on my own and smashed it and made it a little Irish well, and also, like... Sure. <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway. Um, Grace disguises herself as a cabin boy and stows away on the Pirate Queen. <clears throat> when one of the ship's spars breaks in a storm, Grace climbs the rigging to cut the mainsail free. I think these are sailor terms. They so are. I, don't um, really I believe know what I'm the talking. ship's spar is like uh, is part of the masting, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, this Wikipedia, uh, like summary, requires a lot of sailing knowledge. Yeah, I gotta, so good luck, Google everybody. Like, sorry about it. Um, the sailors cheer at the quote boy's bravery, but are shocked to learn his true identity. Identity. Grace O'Malley's father. <laughs> Sure, we, that's fine. Is furious, um, but appreciates Grace's heroism, so he allows her to join the ship's crew. Uh, since her mother's death, Grace has been his only family. She, uh, though he loves her deeply, he realizes that he barely knows the passionate woman she has become, and he sings a song called "My Grace." And to be honest, this song is—I wrote—conversational with no real melody, and I thought it was boring. That's that's <laughs> well, it. Sure. That's All where right. I'm at. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay. Tiernan is overjoyed that the woman he loves will be allowed to stay on the ship, although their relationship must be kept secret. They swear themselves to each other and the song called Here on This Night. Hot. It's a pretty pretty standard duet. Sure hot. And it's so hot. I don't know. No, just um, kidding. It's here's the thing. It's a nice duet. Um yeah. I like Hedley Fraser's voice, so mm-hmm. uh in the in the recording, I'm assuming the only one that exists, it's yeah. pretty good. And um I mean it's not you know, we talk a lot about there's like certain so- shows that are bad, um, but have like good music in them. Like yeah. we check, we refer to Jekyll and Hyde a lot. Oh yeah, where like the show is bad shit, but there's a lot of really good songs, including some good duets, some good solo material. I this I don't know songs. if that falls into there. I think it's like an okay duet that you have to have in a show that has romantic leads. So. Okay. Yeah, I think this is this a show, Karen. Do you know if it's like one of those all sung through kind of things that they did with Lane? Um, I think it's similar. Although based on this Wikipedia, it doesn't feel like a ton of music. So no, I think I'm pretty sure I have only seen clips of it. But I think there's more. I think it's a little more dialogue heavy than Lame is. Okay, because like one of my things that I don't really like about Lame is is that it's like a it's an opera. technically because sure. they've got a lot of recitative in there where you like sing a bunch of stuff on the same note and then you change notes to emphasize a point sure it's like okay this uh, no i think there's a little more dialogue in this one okay interesting because I, I did think that this song was like so conversational one of the things too about this that i was looking at is like there's something like i don't know 50 songs listed on the wikipedia and the original cast recording has 12 songs on it Oh. I don't know what that's about. Sure, maybe um, it is more talk through. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Stuff, like I said, I, I have never, I've only ever seen clips of this show and listened. So, unknown. Unknown. Anyway, um, during a battle with an Irish, nope, an English vessel, 
Um, Dabhara, Dabhara, I don't know, Dabhara, Grace's dad, is wounded and instinctively takes charge. Though outnumbered, they defeat the English soldiers and sink the warship. Seeing what his daughter has done, he decides to defy tradition and train her to be a sea captain like himself. And then several years pass. Oh, okay. Interesting. A passage of time. Um, in 1558, Henry VIII's successor, Mary Tudor, dies suddenly, and Elizabeth I ascends to the throne. So, rooted in some real historic nonsense. Thing. Yeah. Uh, the song is called The Waking of the Queen. Elizabeth summons her to court. Are we talking about her meaning Grace O'Malley? Or unclear. Okay, so Elizabeth has summoned somebody to court um, and shows her condescending ministers how forceful she intends to be as queen in a song called Ra Ra Tip Top. Gustav, Gustav. That's right. Um, whatever. <laughs> the queen. Okay, I found, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, I do. found, um, I found the libretto. Ah! Um, it is mostly sung through with like a page or two of dialogue in between. Cool. But mostly all singing. That, to me, is worse, though. So. I don't know, like, either make yourself all sung through or just put some words in there because, like, that transitional recit stuff is just, it's weird for audiences that don't understand opera. Sure. Which is, like, the majority of musical theater audiences, if I'm being honest. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. I have opinions. <laughs> anyway, so the song is rah, rah, tip top. The queen names her royal advisor, uh, Sir Richard Bingham, and the Lord Governor of Ireland, with instructions to quell the Irish Rebellion and kill Grace O'Malley. Bye. Okay. Sure, that's cool. dramatic. In the increased aggression from Ireland, this is, like, political. Political. Sure. Um, uh, the increased aggression from England forces the Irish clans to take drastic measures. Uh, Dopara summons the chieftain of his clan's ancient rival, uh, the clan of O'Flattery, Flaherty, 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 sorry, uh, to a meeting in which he proposes that they arrange a marriage between Grace and Flaherty's son, O'Flaherty's son, Donal. Donal. Oh, really? Yeah. I've heard it pronounced Donal. Oh. Donal. Uh, Donal? it's, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll keep saying Donal. Sorry if we're wrong. Um, uh, when the marriage produces a son, the clans will be united. Grace is horrified since she loves Tiernan, uh, yet she knows the necessity for such a political act and agrees, and she agrees in a song called The Choice is Mine. Donald vo- vows, what's wrong with me today? Sure. <laughs> vows that he will tame his pirate queen in a song called Boys Will Be Boys, which is literally like, I don't know, measure for measure, master of the house. <laughs> Well, and also it's, this is an interest. it's, I feel like it's always an interesting time when shows take some sort of like actual historic stuff. Conflict, yeah. And put it into a show with potentially not actual historical people. So it makes me think that potentially this is like medium real, but not because Wikipedia has not lit up or highlighted any of these names to like click on so that you can learn more about them so surely fictional but um sure this this is and i think this is potentially one of the reasons why the the show did not go is it's like very contrived it's like it's like fan fiction well it's like (laughs) she was she oh she has no mother so she's like a tomboy who just wants to be on a boat but her dad won't let her that's like one conflict but she's in love with this other guy 
Well, now we've introduced like so we kind of solved that in which everybody was just like, "Hooray, you saved, you did it!" Yeah. And now it's like, "Oh shoot, that was ten minutes." So we got to figure out something else. (laughs) Oh, I know the political unrest between the English and the Irish uh, coming to fruition. Let's throw in some peeps and oh, you have to marry someone for political reasons. Yeah. Yeah, because that's it's just what very audiences contrived. all want is, like, well, ancient it's just, politics. And it's like, sure, now you've created the conflict where she's in love with one person but has but is duty-bound to do something else and blah, 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 but, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Indeed. Yeah, the next day, the two clan leaders preside over uh, a song called The Wedding, where they get married. Tiernan watches devastated yet senses that Grace will need him one day, so he decides to stay near her in a song called I'll Be There. Man, Tiernan, that's, that's a lot. I don't don't I don't do that now, guys. If, if the person you're into gets married, go marry someone else. Um, the English set a trap oh, for Grace. <laughs> what? Well, you don't okay. agree? Well, <clears throat> just saying. I no. I feel that we've really simplified it down. So, <laughs> um, friends, I disclaimer: we are not experts in any kind of things like that. So take no, it for a grain of salt. I suppose. How? Sure. I don't know. I just feel like. What is the like a premonition that one day she's gonna just need to have? Well, him hopefully the person know. you love isn't forced into a political binding marriage that helps people. Sure, uh, hopefully that's so. not a situation that you're in. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, you're right. Sure. Uh, the English set a trap for Grace. They, the English set a trap for Grace. They land in the small town of Belclair, and the men take up arms, leaving Grace and the women behind. Of course they do. Sure. Uh, with the town deserted except for, quote, helpless females. I don't know if that's a song title or if that's just no, I that's think, what they sure, are. Sure, I think it's maybe just like... That's what they call them? Yeah, maybe. I bet you're right. Grace mobilizes the women and they kill the invaders. Yeah, they do. Only Bingham is left alive with instructions to tell the queen that he was bested by a woman. Sweet. What a burn. <clears throat> Tiernan comes back with the news that Grace's dad is dying. Grace races off to Clue Bay, and Clan O'Flaherty Flaherty? goes with her, a song called A Day Beyond Belle Claire. Donal expects that his marriage to Grace will make him the chieftain of both clans, but Grace's father, however, passes the chieftain's ring and mantle to Grace! Go Grace! Sure. Making her the first woman ever to become the leader of a clan. He dies, and the clan gives him a sailor's funeral and a flaming boat set out to say, to sea in a song called Sail to the Stars, and that's the end of it. I thought that was a Viking funeral. Is that just I, a sailor's funeral? I, I thought it was Viking Here's also. the thing. Historically, when sailors would die, they just get dumped into the ocean because... we ain't got know, time for them. Well, yeah, for practicality purposes and such. So, okay. But I'm pretty sure flaming boat to sea is viking but um, again not a historic not a historian i don't know i i also understood it as viking but um sure we've been both taught by the american education system i don't know um sure and that ends act one yeah that's exciting it's a lot of like that feels like a lot for act (laughs) one big like a lot of plot points crammed together maybe the pacing is like a problem that's why they like didn't sell well i mean potentially i don't know that's a lot Anyway, uh, Grace, once again, the captain of the Pirate Queen, uh, gives birth aboard Whoa. the ship. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is a passage of time. <laughs> sure, at least passage nine months. Nine months. Listen, the thing about it is, that's very... Okay, I just now was trying to think of, like, shows where, like, people give birth. Ugh. And I'm going to tell you, the only... a problem. Well, the only one I could think of is, like, Waitress. But, like, the whole plot is weirdly, like, hinges kind of on her being yeah. pregnant. So that feels fine. But, like, man, to just throw this in in which, unless this child is really going to play some kind of, like, major part in the show, 
that is a choice. That's a real choice. That's a real choice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Wicked, they have a birth at the beginning. Oh yeah, but, but that, but again, that's to like establish a thing, and it's it. And then she grows up immediately. So. Right. <laughs> and no, and then literally they sing like a song, and then they're like, she's, also, a, she's teen. a teenager. Yeah, like, and school. it's fine. So I don't know, man. That's yeah, it's very strange. I don't. Okay. Know. Anyway, sorry. Um. So anyway, uh, the song is called "It's a Boy." So it's a it's a boy. Um. The pirate queen is attacked by the English yet again, and Grace, despite having just given birth, joins the fight. Women, am I right? I mean, getting it done, getting that stuff done. Uh, the song is called Emin- "Enemy at Port." Side. She must have the U.S. healthcare system behind her, in which they were like clearly you they get were up like, and go. "Get out of here! We don't have any more support for you. That's Good right. luck, bye." <laughs> That's anyway. what it really was. Sure. Um, the Irish prevail, but at a considerable cost. Grace can only think of Donald's cowardice. Uh, Apparently, at some point, he was being a sure, coward. Sure, he must not oh, don't like that. fight back, yeah. Ugh. Or he hides or something. What a, what a weirdo. According to Irish law, a marriage becomes permanent only after oh, three sure. years. Interesting. Grace invokes this law and banishes Donald from her life. It is a song called I Dismiss You. Sure, that's fun. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm going to learn that song and just sing it at people that I make wonder, me mad. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know enough as listeners as you may or may not know I'm Scottish, so I don't know a lot about the Irish, but... Because uh, in uh, Scottish old timey times, it was like a hand fast, yes. in which you could do a ceremony. It was good for a year, in which case then it, within that year you needed to go find like an actual like priest or somebody to marry you. So I think they do that in Irish tradition. Potentially, also. it sounds like it might be. Anyway, um, but yeah, I don't know. Sure, I love anyway, that. I dismiss you. I dismiss you. Let's. I'm gonna Bye. Learn it. Bye. Once again, Grace and Tiernan are free to be together. In England, Queen Elizabeth. Sure, they sing a song called If I Said I Loved You. Oh, sorry. I just jumped right over the song title for that one because to me it didn't feel important. Okay. (laughs) If I Said I Loved You. Thank you. So sorry. Um, In England, Queen Elizabeth faces a a complex dilemma. My goodness. As a queen, her most important obligation is to produce an heir. And she sings a song called The Role of the Queen. You know, like you do. Um, when Donald arrives at the christening of his son, oh my God, how do you say this name? I think it's there's so Ian. many vowels. It's E O I N. I think it's Ian. Okay, we're gonna call him Ian. Again, Irish friends, I'm so sorry. Please correct me. It's probably like Yon or okay. something. It's like I don't know. I should have done more googling on this. I really should have made potentially made some sure. better. Yeah, I should have tried harder. <laughs> and in my head, I was like reading through it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got it, I got it. And now I'm like, oh, I don't got this. Sure. Um, it's fine. <clears throat> So we're going to call him Ian. Uh, the christening slash let a father stand by his son is the name of the song. Um, Bingham and his English troops burst into the ceremony, killing many of the O'Malley clan and taking Grace prisoner. Donal and Tiernan engage in violent battle in which Donal is killed. Tiernan takes the child to safety. My goodness. Sure. Again, Wait, this engage is only... in violent battle together or against the English? I I want to say it's got to be together against the English because they've been invaded by... Bingham and his English. Sure, this is like slightly confusing confusing because so Queen Elizabeth sings her song and then is it comma separate new scene? Donald arrives at the christening of his son? Yeah, that's my guess. I think that's how it goes. It's gotta be. Needed to be a new paragraph. Anyway, keep going. Sure. Um, Tiernan takes the child to safety. Grace is in prison for seven years. My gosh, this show takes a real long time. Um, Seven years during which Bingham completes his quest his, oh, sorry, his conquest of Ireland. Uh, Tiernan offers himself in exchange for Grace so that she can return to her child in a song called Surrender. Oh, interesting. Interesting indeed. Uh, sure, this is why she thought he, he thought he, she might need him to surrender himself for her. Um, what? 
no, no, no. He thought he <laughs> thought he might be useful. Right. That's what later. I. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm, everything's fine. Um, to everyone's amazement, Elizabeth accepts Tiernan's offer and releases Grace in a song called "She Who Has All." That's that's sad. Okay. That's well, sad. Sure. Okay. Grace returns to Ireland, bespoiled by Bingham's marauding English troops. Uh, reunited with her son, she oh, and f- seeing I- the Ireland that he will inherit, Grace sets sail for England to plead the case for Ireland in a song called The Sea of Life. That was like a hard sentence to read. I'm sorry. Here's what I'm going to tell you. We are nearing spoilers the end. Yeah. It's this show weird. sounds boring AF, yeah, Right? Right? Like, That's this what is I'm maybe saying. why this did not do well. Because I'm, not... I'm going to tell you in a way where... No, this just sounds boring. Where yeah. I'm like, wait, what? I've what already like lost interest. No, in these I, me too. In which <laughs> I'm like, I guess we'll keep going because that's like we're almost what done. we're doing. But yeah. man, this board sounds so boring. That's why it flopped. They were like, no, potentially. Um. So yeah, Elizabeth is enraged at Grace's return, but Grace appeals to Elizabeth, woman to woman, urging the queen not to ignore her nature, but to use it to rule wisely. After a two-hour-long discussion, how do they indicate that it has been two hours? I need to know that. Sure, is like, it just like a the clock SpongeBob on the wall? thing comes on is like two hours <laughs> yeah, later? Yeah, that's what it is. Like I don't understand. <laughs> just some dude carries a sign across the board. I just. Oh my god. Sure. So no, Elizabeth- actually, I think this show, if memory serves from the clips I've seen, and maybe I'm wrong, utilize like essentially what Les Mis does now, where it's like a lot of um, projected like oh. France, blah blah, like, like whatever, eighteen blah like blah. That. Yeah. Sure. So it's like there's a timestamp. Well, that on one the- I don't know. Here's the thing. That's to your weird. point, I don't. Know how, how do they-, they indicate that it's two hours? Sure. Uh, I don't know. Sure, someone's line is like, it's well, been it's two been hours. two hours, yeah. and we've been talking about this potentially. <laughs> Uh, so Elizabeth restores Grace's lands and ships and releases Tiernan from prison in a song called Woman to Woman. Fine. Um, Tiernan and Grace return to Ireland where they're re- uh, reunited with Grace's son. At last, they got married and the Irish people celebrate with a plea for Ireland to be once and forever at peace well, in the finale. Spoiler alert. Like wrapped up real quick. Sure, spoiler alert. Ireland does not stay at peace and then will suffer a terrible civil war within itself many, many decades later. Sorry, centuries. Ireland. Um, no, here's the thing. (laughs) This This lady, this lady sounds interesting. Like if you, like based on like the book, I would potentially read the book and be like, oh, okay, cool. This, this lady sounds interesting. However, boring. This is like the, this sounds like the most boring show. And, uh, you said it's written, it's the same people that did Les Mis. Yep. Sure. Uh, I'm going to tell you in a way where... Uh, this is one of those things where if you are, you know, this, it makes people like a, like a Steven Schwartz or a Sondheim even more impressive, the longevity of their careers on being able to create new things Mm -hmm. and new shows that are like successful because a lot of times, man, you can write one show and it's gold and you will never be able to replicate it again. And this feels like one of those examples of like Les Mis was obviously such a massive hit. It's still a massive hit. Um, and amazing, but this sounds like they tried to do it again, just like not in France. They were like, "What other country can make we go it to?" Irish. Yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like it's like Lamez, but it's because it's got all the 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 recordings got all the grandeur of that Les Mis. feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's very that, it's like the same scale sure. of performer, same scale of orchestra, uh, but like this is very boring. Well, also, and also Irish, which the, is not boring. But. The characters I don't think are compelling, like. Uh, you know, like a Jean Valjean and a Javert, like are iconic. Yeah. Like an an iconic, also 
like matchup where they're equals and it's a cat and mouse and like oh my god well, inner like, conflict outer conflict all the things exactly what I was going to say the conflicts are like so interesting and relatable. correct correct in which you are like man these dudes are really grappling with each other mm-hmm. and then this show sounds like I don't know where you're like Wait what? Wait what? Yeah. Elizabeth is what? Like sure. just she just like conceded to this girl because she well, talked her ear off for two hours. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's what? like a thing where it in some ways, <laughs> in some ways, it's like a weird demeaning of like where you're like, let's do this because we're both women and you understand how hard it is and I understand how hard it is. We're both women rulers, it, right? Yeah. Right. So like, let me have this, and it's like. Mm, Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, to me, like I said, it's like, and even the conflict of, it, the pro, and here's the thing, and again, I don't know, maybe I'll try to find a bootleg of this and watch it sometime, but like, uh, the conflict, there is no conflict, right? That's no, part of the like problem. there's like 85 conflicts, and no, they all get resolved like in 10 immediately. minutes. Immediately. <laughs> so it's like, oh, she's a lady, She's she has a young love, and they're in love, great. Yeah. She wants to be on a boat, she can't, she's a girl. Yeah. Oh, she did a heroic thing. No, you Okay, you can. Oh, and I get to be with my love. Uh oh, uh, political times. You got to marry this other guy. Okay, I married him. Other guy. Okay, I'll stick around. Immediate, and then immediately one scene. It sounds like in which they have like a fight, and then that guy's a wimp, and she's like, "Guess what? I don't have to stay married to you." Sucks to suck. Did, yeah. Did you need to stay married to him at all then? Because yeah. like the, what the catalyst was that he was a baby during a fight. Okay. Well, I'm with my love. Well, I'm in jail. Well, I talked to a, the <laughs> queen so as a lady, and I'm and now we're good. Goodbye. Like it just like that to me is you. There is no through conflict, and it's like yeah, interesting. This lady's life sounds interesting, but also not interesting. Like boring. Well, I feel like there's so many plot points that audiences will lose focus. Like it, I, sure. it feels like it moves too quickly. Well, the whole point of a show it. is you want to like root for somebody and like hope for them to ha- like what's yes. going to happen and even like if we're going to keep comparing it to Les Mis which I think is fair because that's their like previous stuff but like yeah. uh the whole through line is Jean Valjean's like life like he is yeah. a prisoner and you're like what the f and then you're like ooh he's the- he's got his life together uh oh he doesn't yeah. and like and but you want to keep finding out what's going to happen to him and even like the side characters like a Marius you're like oh my god he's young and stupid and no oh my gosh he's learned a lesson all his friends are dead because it, you know he got saved da 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 yeah. but it's like this one you're just like what she's in jail for 7 years a long time do they show that i hope not how boring it's just it's like here one and then she's like laying down no like, i just picture two, it, she's like standing up i picture again. it as like monty python where she's just like chained to a wall and is like Hello? Like, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I just, to me, the, the, there's a lot of reasons why this didn't work, and I yeah. I get why. Um, yeah, a couple of reviews. Ben Brantley uh, said that the show compares unfavorably to Les Mis, and that it sure. registered as, as a relic of a long-gone era, Yep. Um, but thought uh, Stephanie J. Block was great. Of course. Um, David Rooney of Variety said, um, quote, all plot, no heart, new show is... Per- persuasively sung by a valiant cast, but it never forges an emotional connection with the audience, which I felt just reading the sure. thing. Like, reading the synopsis, I was like, I don't feel a character. I don't care about any of these characters. They tried. All. They tried their best. Um, no Tony noms, and uh, sure, they closed after 85 performances, so. Sure, it really. Lost at least 16 million. That's sad. Struggled hard. Well, and like I said, it's not... 
<sighs> I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Stephanie J. Black is tremendous. And if you're going to see Stephanie J. Black in anything, get out there. She was an amazing replacement uh, in Wicked. She's amazing in Falsettos. Like, she's great in 9 to 5. Like, go see her. Maybe we'll do a notice of Stephanie J. Black next. But oh, I love that. She's, she's, she's great. Um this you know sometimes you can't always be in can't always be in winners she was nominated for a drama league award she for was. a distinguished performance for this sure that is, is maybe the biggest burn no yeah. tony nominations she's like killing herself for that like 11 o'clock number in the first 10 minutes of the show <laughs> like sure and so anyway yeah so that's the pirate queen I here's the thing you were like I'm gonna go look for a bootleg of it I'm not I will not do that that's just well just out of my like sheer curiosity I like my curiosity because you can't you can't tell really when they're singing obviously but like do they all use Irish accents through the whole show is it is it extra terrible what does it look like what is it bad I don't know um here's the thing you know as always uh listeners uh Listen, you can go listen to the sound. The soundtrack's not bad. I like some of the music is good. Yeah, it's, it's very, it is very reminiscent of Les Mis. So like, if you are a fan of that, this is like Les Mis meets like River Dance. It's like it's funny because Les Mis, there's a lot of parallels that should make it a good show, right? Because same composers. Yeah. Uh, Les Mis also follows a historical conflict. It does. Um, so it, you would think that, like, sure, the formula is there for but these But potentially two, but... without using, like, real people. We're not like, mm-hmm. well, there's... What's his face? I don't know. That's true. The king. Yeah, we didn't... Uh, you know what I mean? You're just like, oh, yes, upstarts, the revolution. And yeah. that, that, I think, maybe is what gives it a little bit more, in which you are seeing the conflict kind of through their eyes and whatever. I don't know. This is like... Um, I feel like involving the queen is weird because if and this, Bingham, he's a real person too. Yeah, involving because like if we if the pirate queen or whatever, if yeah. Grace O'Malley was like a real person, we probably would know her name. And if she did all this stuff and like negotiated on behalf of Ireland sure. with the queen, that would be something that like we would know about. I sure, know. and obviously the novel that it's based on is a historical fiction. Yeah, so it's like you know pulls from some realish stuff, but also like not at all. No. So it's just like one of those things from 1986 like yeah you know it's just like i said it it's one of those things where i interest interesting source material potentially just not executed well and too winding too like what what's happening Uh, wait she's a lot of good oh she's not good wait i think oh she had a baby like it's (laughs) all plot no all things that are like randomly unnecessary too like Again, if this was a real person and you were like, no, in real life she had a baby and then immediately went into battle, then you're like, oh, damn, yeah, leave that That'd in. That would be dope. But otherwise, what? Yeah. Just let her be there and be like, I have a baby. Like, it, there's no reason for that the, that kind of, like, movement and to, like, be like, look how tough she is. She had a baby. Like, not for nothing, all the moms out in the audience already know how tough it is to be like, I had a baby sure and now do. I'm up and about. Uh, and any of the men that went to see the Pirate Queen, <laughs> I probably don't give a shit. So, like, you know, you know I mean, come on. Valid point. So, Valid I, I don't point. know. I, that one, this one's a tough one where... Uh, do you think it was just, like, women, like, mothers in the audience watched that scene and they were just like, no, 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 she didn't do that. No, if anything, they were like, yeah, that is how it is. You have a kid and you go home and you're immediately like, well, I got to cook dinner for everybody. Yeah. So if anything, they're like, sure, realistic. I would potentially, me too. Um, I get it. Yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, um, it's worth a listen. I don't know if it's worth like a super like look through, but 
Um, it's not it's not the worst and it's not the best, and kind of doesn't for us in terms of like those the category of like not a good show uh, or flop really. It doesn't fall into that category of like flop, but go listen to this or like flop, but it's like this was a flop. Yep. Just straight, straight flop. Uh, all right. I, well, I think we did it. Sure. Um, I'm going to say um, exit stage left, followed by Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>